Welcome to the Belmont Journal, your source for hyperlocal Belmont news and community updates. I'm Mike Crowley, your host this week. The deadline to register to vote for the April 2nd townwide election is fast approaching. You have until 8 p.m. on March 13th. To vote, you must be a town resident, 18 years old, and a U.S. citizen. You can register to vote online at registertovotema.com or you can visit the town clerk's office at the town hall. Don't wait until the last minute. We have some local sports highlights for you. Both the boys and girls varsity basketball teams are doing really well and have advanced to the finals. Uh, Jeremy Maserve has uh, edited some highlights of the recent games for you. to the hoop, and it makes it ahead to 10. 10 with drives in and puts it in. In behind, underneath, and across the Three-point play is good. Tricky dribbling, throws it underneath to Bergdorf. That was a nice pass underneath. Puts it up, no good. Rebound by Mahan, three-pointer by And a drive to the hoop, and unfortunately, and it's good. Three-point attempt is good by Kusapuri. He just came in. And here's the up and good. And Mahan came behind with a jump rope. Up and it's good. Hands of Belmont. And the ball is passed off. And put back in. A three-point attempt is good. three-pointer, it's no good. Rebound by... Gorgio has got a way to reach in there. Ten. A three-point attempt is good. Oh, a nice pass underneath. And he's on the bottom. He's not the team. And Belmont goes to the finals against Central Catholic. A rematch of last year, as a matter of fact. half court with speed and it's from the corner and it's good speed kicks it out Minicozzi head fake over to Sarawaji he'll drive kick it over to Annis for three and it's good with speed kicks over to Annis there's the shot and it's good Sarawaji now back to Yardamian Mac Annis for three and it's good Yardamian to Annis don't leave him alone he'll hit it every time Picks the dribble up, finds Annis for three, and it's good. Damien, back to the baseline he goes. Long pass outside to Annis for three. Annis can't finish, back out with it. Back out to Mac. Mac for three. Yeah. He ain't missing that one. <laughs> finds the lane, takes it inside, right. gives it away to Danny Yardamian. Yardamian to Annis. Annis for three. Bingo. Bongo, it's good. Hurley thinks about it, decides against it. Deep three from Annis, and it's good. Kick out to Annis for three. He says, I can do that too. Space wants this one for himself. Off to Hurley to Annis for three. Just misses, has it knocked away. Sarawaji to Annis again. Plenty of time, and it's good.
Welcome to This Week in the Citizen Herald, Belmont's online and print news resource. And welcome back, Joanna Juvelis. How are you? Great, Mike. Thanks. So we're talking today about the town budget. Yes, we are. It's, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. And this is a complicated topic, so I'm yes. going to try to simplify it as, as much as possible. This is the budget, proposed budget for fiscal year 2020. Right. It's um, up about 11.8% compared to fiscal year 2019, and that's that's a high percentage. Mm -hmm. It's it's and they said it's high because of the debt service that the town has now with the borrowing they need to do for the new high school, the grade seven to twelve building. Right. That that's definitely one of the one of the that's, reasons it's higher. That's a big cost driver. They are. They said they were very careful in planning the budget because you know conscientious about this debt debt service and trying to watch spending. But they also didn't, she, she didn't sugarcoat the budget, Patrice Garvin. She said that in fiscal year 2021, they're most likely will, that there was going to be need, the town will need an override. Right. So, so timing-wise, we're, we're talking about spring, spring of next year. Um, yes. We, we would need a, an, an override to support any budget increases. Otherwise, we're cutting back services somewhere. Right. And people might say, why another override? We just had one in 2015. But the truth of the matter is, that was only supposed to last three years. Right. And it's actually, they're stretching it another two we, years. We, we got some pretty good mileage out of it. Um, so why don't we talk about the cost drivers on, this, on the school side okay. of the budget. The school, school side of the budget is up about 6%. And the reason for that, John Phelan, our superintendent, says is because of the continued growing enrollment expected to continue rising through 2026, the continued need for services for English language learners and special education students. And this is uh, the, English, the English language learners. They're a, a segment of the student About population that, that keeps growing. Yes. So he's asking for some additional staff. He's mm -hmm. asking for guidance counselors for elementary schools, mm -hmm. for the elementary schools. He's asking for another high school assistant principal, another high school teacher, a middle school foreign language teacher, and also a director to oversee the English language learner program. Because it's become so significant. Yes. Um, but in, in total, we're looking at, at about 3.6 positions. Yes. Um, he said he would have actually, they, they would have actually asked for 20 if they could. So right. they prioritize. On the town side, mm -hmm. the cost driver is facilities. Facilities oversees all the town buildings, the maintenance of all the town buildings. So they're asking for another like 6% in that department just to help maintain the buildings. They need money to do that. And they also want a new position. They want to hire a full-time facilities coordinator to work closely with the facilities director. So that, this is an area where there's a perception, I think, that, that we've been deferring a little bit too much of our building maintenance. Patrice Garvin, our town yes. administrator, is trying to get on top of it. Yes. And of course, there's an expense associated with that's, that. That's right. And the other cost driver is health insurance right. premiums. Which Those it, are up 8%. 8% this year compared to 11% last year. Um, you know, slight improvement, but you know, are these kinds of increases sustainable over the long term. I know people are asking questions about what can we do to manage those health insurance costs better. So they're going to have to take a, another look at the health insurance plan. Mm -hmm. She said they're going to, you know, when it's time to negotiate union contracts in June 2020, when they're up, they're going to look at, you know, ways they can maybe save money there. They're going to look at more grant opportunities. 
They're, they're hoping that with the Cushing Village development, which mm -hmm. is now called the Bradford, that will, the town will get more revenue from that. And then the future, maybe if McLean is rezoned, we'll get revenue from that. And South Pleasant Street, now that that's rezoned, we can hopefully get revenue from that. They really need to, we need more revenue. We need the stuff. revenue. We do. All right. Well, thank you so much, Joanna. And thank you, Mike. And we'll talk again soon. Yes, we will. Okay. Welcome to This Week in the Belmontonian, and welcome back, Franklin Tucker, editor of the Belmontonian. How are you? Thank you very much for having me, Michael. So let's talk about the library. Yes, it's um, the library, and uh, well, the people who are advocating for, for a new library is, are going to have a uh, first public meeting. It's going to be an pu uh, open public forum on Wednesday, March 13th at 7 p.m. at the library. And, and this, is, this is the high school build, I'm sorry, not the high school, the, the library building committee that's? That's right, and their architectural team. Okay. And the new architects uh, that, and what they're going to do is have a nice presentation about what the library will look like, and it's the most complete form as we have right now. And it's not the final form of uh -huh. what you're, not final design, but the architect is, uh, is, is a, is a uh, have won many awards for, uh, for uh, libraries across the Commonwealth, mm -hmm. it's a, a very it's very pretty design once you get to see it. Um, so everyone should go to the meeting. Uh, and what they'll do is uh, the meeting will have they'll show the latest design of the new uh, school of the new library. They'll explore the site, see where where the parking lot is and where there can be gardening and things okay. like that. And also discuss uh, sustainability interests such mm -hmm. as uh, using uh, geothermal and also um, certainly solar power to try to um, give it a, a, a much more green. Uh, Footprint. So, so part of what's happening here is they, they've, they've got a design, right? Um, and and they, they need that to really start doing fundraising. That's And, and that's because fundraising was a very important aspect of, of, of the uh, entire process when mm -hmm. the uh, Board of Selectmen uh, allowed, uh, approved a, a building committee. Uh, they really uh, stated that um, they would like to see as much money from the public or from other sources of, uh, of uh, money um, than, than public uh, financing. Uh, so this will be a, a great opportunity for the, uh, for the, uh, for the building committee and, and its fundraising arm to go out and, and seek um, large donations from any kind of source, whether it's personal, whether it's foundational, such as the uh, Belmont Savings Bank Foundation, I would guess, and also maybe even some public funding, such as uh, from the CPA, but I don't know if the CPA money can actually be used for that. I, I don't know, but mm -hmm. the the total the total bill for this building is likely to be somewhere between twenty five and thirty million. And that it's it's twenty five and thirty million dollars. And uh, every year that they delay from let's say next year, it will be add almost a million dollars to that. So they'd like to get something permanent, uh, uh, a commitment either money wise from fundraisers and and other foundations um, soon. So then okay. they can go. It's more likely than not that they will come to the town and asking for. The uh, the remainder of the money. Let's say they they can knock down five million dollars. That would be fantastic if they can do something like that. So it's a twenty million dollar ask, rather than a twenty five million dollar ask from now, the public. Now, do we have a sense of what their time frame is for for fundraising before before we we, we see uh, we see them coming to the town for for a potential 
debt exclusion to fund a portion of this? Yes, yeah, so they, they're they looking at this, as, like I said, as quickly as possible. They don't want this to be delayed, so they're looking at a very tight time frame. Um, and uh, it's just now that they're, it's just right now that it's, it's two things. Uh -huh. Getting that fundraising uh, started, but also getting the people excited about this. Because, you know, you're asking a lot for people, especially in that area, because there's not only a new high school that's just, you know, a couple hundred feet down the street, but you're going to have a new rink across mm -hmm. the street. You're going to have... Uh, you have the new pool. So there's going to be a lot of activity, a lot of, activity, a lot of construction, construction a lot of activity. In a very concentrated area. And, and you know, I, I, I would assume that this would impact traffic. That's a major traffic artery through the town. That's right. And how much parking that should have, you know, and, and we're still going through a traffic plan. We don't know if how that would affect it. So it, it's, it's, it, they have a lot of obstacles in front of them, but they're not insurmountable. All right. Well, so so they're they're about to get started with with well they'll they'll be displaying their design and 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 starting to to um, involve the community in in what this 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 new library will look like. Then they'll 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 start with doing some fundraising and and in the not too distant future we we we, we should see. Um, some progress on decisions that would have to be made about ultimately what portion the town may have to fund. That's correct. We'll, we certainly will see a much more uh, uh, detailed outline at town meeting when they do uh, when they will make a presentation. All right. Well, thank you so much, Franklin. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Now it's time for our community calendar with Jane Peters. Jane has all the updates on what's happening in Belmont this week. Jane also has two special guests, Kimberly Dargon and Jen Manganaro, who are running a wellness training program for the Recreation Department this spring. Hi everyone, I'm Jane and this is your community calendar for this week. Before we get into next week's events, we have a couple guests with us today. We have Kim and Jen. Um, they're both here today because they are hosting a series of workshops with community yep. education yep. Um, in Belmont. Um, if you don't know, community education provides classes for mostly adults yep. um, in the community and you can see a whole list of what those are. And um, so the series that you are both hosting um, is a series on um, essential oils and healthy cleaning and things like that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, so we really focus on educating people about wellness. So okay. we spend a lot of time talking about how to remove toxins from your homes, your bodies, et cetera, and mm -hmm. put good things in. So some of them are essential oils, some of them um, are like, you know, we talk about nutrition and other things and different products okay. um, in our life. So we decided to create a series, and it was cool that we were able to use the space again, which is nice for us because it's free as like, you know, small business owners. Mm -hmm. um, and it gives people an area to go that's yeah. like a good space for them, mm -hmm. but it gives us the ability to have multiple different series of things, and that's what we decided to do this spring. Right. Yeah. Yep. Great. So tell me a little bit about what your background is. How did you get interested in these sorts of topics? And you want to start? Sure. Um, <laughs> I was actually looking for um, a way, basically a couple of things. One, just to keep my family a little bit healthier. Mm -hmm. um, just another option. Um, and two... Kim had introduced me to, um, she was using essential oils for for some things in her life that mm -hmm. you can talk about. Yep. Um, and I was very intrigued because I was hoping that I have a daughter who has um, severe asthma. Okay. Um, and um, I just wanted to have something to help support that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I'd give it a try. And at the very least I thought, well, these can help yeah. the house smell good. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, <laughs> I was hoping maybe they could 
give us some sleep support. Mm -hmm. um, other, there's so many other areas that I have since learned that the that essential oils and basically um, chemical-free, non-toxic living mm -hmm. can basically um, affect all aspects, impact all aspects of your of your health. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, long story short, is we started using essential oils in our house, and it completely um, helped um, my daughter, especially with. Um, asthma flare-ups. Okay. Um, and uh, it, and then moving forward, it helped, we found ways to help for sleep, um, help support, emotional support, and then we, you know, you start digging deeper, and it's <laughs> it's yeah. a snowball effect. Right. Yeah, it yeah. Is. no, it's true. It is. Yeah. And you have to start off gradually. I think, mm -hmm. you know, like everybody who starts off with any kind of wellness journey, whether it's diet, exercise, whatever, yeah. um, and all of that is super important. We don't just teach to one particular thing. Um, this is just one more aspect to add into their life. Um, a little bait back round before about me. Um, very severe asthmatic. Mm -hmm. I've been, I was hospitalized 10 times. Wow. When I was younger, eight or, um, within two years. So by the time I hit my late teens, I was really looking for other modalities. So mm -hmm. I've been relatively holistic over the last 20 years, mm -hmm. um, as well as using, you know, um, obviously Eastern Western medicine together, excuse me. Um, and so I just started really diving deeper into essential oils and some other products and removing chemicals from my life. Mm -hmm. And it actually has changed my wellness completely. I have not gotten sick at all this year. Wow, that's so I'm great. So I'm gonna, like, I'm just gonna keep on until I'm really yeah. proud of it. Like, I'm really, yeah, right. it. Like, <laughs> I'm really, yeah. really sick. So uh -huh. I'm like, yay, I'm so happy. So I'm super excited to do the series and to show people. And it's nice too, because we broke it down into different little segments. Mm -hmm. So something might resonate with somebody else. Right. Um, so that's what we're doing. So you've got um, a couple in March, a couple in April, yeah. and then a couple in May, and they all center around different topics. So people can kind of look at what might yes. appeal to them and yep. check right. it out. It's kind of an introduction um, into cleaner living, healthier mm -hmm. living, mm -hmm. yeah, and how to support your wellness. Um, and we take it into little pieces mm -hmm. so that it makes it, simplifies it a little bit, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And it's really just plant-based products yeah. that mm -hmm. are just simpler. Um, and so the classes are going to focus on how people can use certain products to... Yeah, it's talking about yeah, it's talking about like what you know, becoming more aware of things. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes when we flip over the backsides of different products, whether whatever it is, and you're like, sure. oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, a deeper dive into like what could that potentially do and why maybe it could be affecting your sleep. So giving alternatives to doing that, as well as you know, making sure people are hydrated and other little lovely tidbits okay. that sometimes we like to share with the team, right. <laughs> people. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. And so um, yeah, so like you were saying before, the community ed uh, whole program kind of opens a lot of doors for people who may not have um, a, a, a storefront for people to come right. in and teach these classes yeah. in. Yep. And so um, it's a really great resource for people like you guys um, yeah. and, and other small businesses to kind of offer these sorts of things uh, to the community. Right? Yeah. So I think that's really great. Um, and so people can go to the community education website to sign up. Again, there's four different classes. Um, that you're going to, or I'm sorry, six different classes. Yep, six, yep, two each That one. you're going to be teaching yep. um, that people can check out and, um, we're, we're page 36 of the book. Yeah, and, you, and just to remind everybody, because it's super important for any community ed you're signing mm -hmm. up for, you do need to sign up because, again, they are we are using public buildings. Right, so, so they need to know mm -hmm. who is in and out of the building so it's not something. So even if it's, you know, you just sign up and it's there, if you mm -hmm. can't show up, then it's one thing, but you want to make sure it's there so they don't have, there's liability behind that. So and it's is, super important for us. And is there a deadline for people to sign up, like a certain number of days before the actual program takes place? Um, the first one's going to be pretty quick, so it's probably mm -hmm. going to be by Monday. Um, okay. Obviously, the rest of the month. So mm -hmm. obviously, 
obviously the sooner you do it, the better. Yeah. Um, you know, and spread the word and share it with anybody. Great. Yep. So we're super excited. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great turnout and that a lot of Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for taking the time for us. I appreciate it. So with that, we will get into next week's events. Mad Science brings free STEM entertainment to children ages 5 to 12 in their open house on Wednesday. Parents can learn about programs and events hosted by Mad Science as children enjoy pizza and educational entertainment. Shows run every 15 to 30 minutes from 5.30 to 7.30. Boston is a great city for food lovers. Hear from Boston Globe food critic Kara Baskin on Wednesday as part of the Belmont Women's Club Speaker Series. The talk will take place from 7.30 to 8.30 at the historic Homer House. John Maizano of Bacchus Wine Imports will be leading a delicious educational and complimentary seminar at QV Fine Wines on Thursday at 6.30. The seminar features unique wines from family vineyards in the Northeast Italian Veneto and Friuli wine regions. RSVP by email or phone. Enjoy student performances and support the arts at Powers Music School's 2019 Performathon event on Saturday. All ages, levels, and instruments come together in a fun, informal performance between 1 to 7 p.m. Raffle tickets are also on sale, benefiting Powers Financial Aid Scholarship Program for $1 each. Visit powersmusic.org performathon for information on the event. The Foundation for Belmont Education's annual fundraiser is Saturday, March 16th. Purchase your tickets on the FBE website for the annual fundraiser to support the Foundation in its many initiatives to benefit Belmont Public Schools. Matthew Gallagher's show Research and Development is next to go on display at the Gallery of Art, and you can hear him give a talk and Q&A on Sunday about his work. Matthew's work is about research in materiality, physics, and generative processes, and the show features over 30 unique paintings and sculptural pieces. His show will be on display at the gallery until April 6th. You can learn more about it by visiting belmontgallery.org. Belmont World Film opens its 18th annual international film series on Sunday with Swedish film The Heart at 7.30 at Studio Cinema. Actress Fanny Metellius wrote, directed, and stars in this contemporary story about love, relationships, and independence set in Gothenburg and Stockholm. Purchase tickets and watch trailers for all upcoming films at belmontworldfilm.org. And that's all for next week. If you'd like your event featured in Belmont Journal's community calendar, you can send your event info to jane at belmontmedia.org. Record Robotics, Belmont High School's first robotics team, show showcased their new robot for this season at a free event open to the entire community on March 1st. Matt Simonelli was there and produced this segment for us. Five, four, three, two, one. My name is Anna and I'm the head captain of Record Robotics. <laughs> That's the elevator going up. It's going to reach about seven feet. Competition is starting on March 9th and March 29th. There are two separate competitions in Bridgewater and Shrewsbury. Hi, I'm Ralph Jones. I'm a member of the board of the Belmont Media Center, and I'm also a contributor to the finances of this event. Well, I think it's important to increase the uh, activities surrounding STEM education in all aspects of education. And so getting a team together 
that is going to be involved in engineering and programming of all kinds and having them work together outside of school, I think is a great way to build STEM support. So I'm Keith Brzezinski. I'm one of the lead mentors uh, along with Matt McBride. Um, so Monty is a, about 120 pounds, uh, designed to play the Mission Deep Space first um, competition, the first game, which is the game for this year. Um, it's designed to acquire a ball using roller acquisition, uh, raise the ball up or, up or, or down, um, and deliver that into one of the cargo bays. The ball is that represents sort of cargo in the uh, deep space game. Uh, it also is designed to acquire what are called a cargo hatch, which is this round Lexan panel, um, and it puts that on uh, onto the hatch opening, um, hopefully prior to putting the ball in or the ball falls out. You know, this is this is the only competition. The only sport where every participant can turn pro. And it's not about winning the game, it's about uh, you know, exposing the kids to that experience of engineering. And you know, six out of seven uh, participants in this program end up in science or engineering making a really good living. That's all for now. I'm Mike Crowley, and speaking for everyone here at the Belmont Journal, have a great week, and we'll see you next time.